0: We are back with something new and cool. I'm not even doing the regular opening. No, nah, man. There's
1: no reason to. There's
0: no reason to do the regular opening. This place is freaking awesome. It's a saw,
1: dude. It's a saw, dude? Yeah, man. Just everywhere. It's, it a, is, it's a Star Wars, dude.
0: It is a Star Wars, dude. Uh, we are at Order 66 in McKinney, Texas. Order 66 Toys. This is just like the Mecca of Star Wars toys. I, yeah. If you heaven is a place on Earth. Yeah, heaven is a place it. on Earth. I found it. Uh, I'm, I've, Paul is a giddy little girl. I <laughs> am. Well, maybe not a
1: girl, but I am running around giddy. Yeah, That's he's, for he's sure. giddy.
0: Uh, his eyes are wide. He. Uh, the Star Wars We've been here for about was, 30 minutes, yeah, 30 and I minutes.
1: have just like, sorry, kid, you're not going to college. Yeah. Because yeah. I spent a lot of money.
0: Uh, sorry about that to the Worth family. Yeah, Your kids' college education education is now gone. yeah depleted. Depleted. Yeah. So man, what do you look around? What do you see? Dude, there's everything. I see my whole
1: childhood. You okay. know, like I was telling you, like I was i the little ones that I was getting. You know, sure. as I got them, and they have the original stuff here, and it's just awesome, man. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here actually staring at two Millennium Falcons, two different versions of it when they were a kid. And I remember the box vividly. You know, I remember getting that. When I was s- probably six, seven years old, man. Like, geez, it's awesome.
0: It, you know, I wasn't a big Star Wars fan when I was a kid because I didn't know what it was. Right, right. And as I got older, I I, I got into it. And you pointed out the uh, Return of the Jedi lunchbox. with Yeah, the, man, I had that lunchbox. I had Q that right.
1: lunchbox, man. I took that to school every day, and I did not get made fun of. You didn't get made fun of? I was of. cool, man. You were cool? I was cool. And... Uh, you know, I'm a little older than you. Right. I saw return of the Jedi in the theater. Okay. So, you know, I, that was my gig, man. The walks were my, they were my peeps, yeah, we as, we peeps. Used, as we used earlier this yeah. week. <laughs> so yeah, it's just awesome. We're just and, and people are here. They're excited. Yeah. Um, for people, what's going on. So it, it's, it's awesome.
0: It's a lot of fun. It is. To see how people just get immediately revert, reverted back to their childhood <laughs> when you walk into this place. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, not, not a place to bring your kids. Heck no. Uh, no, they're going to want everything. They will want everything, <laughs> every last thing. Definitely don't want to do that. But no, uh, the 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 owners—they're they're, they're great people. Oh, they fantastic! They're, they're yep. doing great things, giving yep. back to yep. uh, uh, wounded warriors. Yep, and, um,
1: and giving back to yeah, if you're doing um, that—that's just an awesome thing that they're yeah. doing. So, and,
0: and a special other thing that we can't talk about, but it sounds awesome. Yeah, so it sounds awesome. Yeah, so stay tuned really, to that. Yeah, that's so gonna gonna be that'll really be really cool. cool. Um, just Star Wars Heaven here is what it is.
1: It is, and tell them why we're
0: here. Um, well, we're here to. Uh, Talk to the owners about yep. Star Wars content. They, they, they they've helped contributed uh, a lot uh, yeah. to our Star Wars uh, magazines in the almanac. Yep, uh, they, they have most of the pricing for that. In fact, all of it, I believe. Yep. Um, we also have uh, Nalani Krishan. 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 There Krishan, there you go. Yep. In the house today, she was female Jedi. She was uh, two and three so episodes. Two and three. Yes. Barris Ophi, off is Ophi or off? You want you want to get on a mic? Yeah. You can get a jump on a mic. You're Josh, right? Josh, man. All right, you're yep. gonna have to pull it up yeah you yet. gotta kind of okay. no just hold it, you to you up it too. yeah there, there you go uh, cool. yes. okay um, cool. all right so we just got word that she's here no she just walked in that's, that's awesome. awesome so we're uh we're just and she's
2: just the set. biggest sweetheart ever biggest of, sweetheart ever awesome. like out of all of the people that we've dealt with she's probably the nicest to deal with awesome, awesome.
0: that's that's great to hear fans are going to love to know that too because yes. um you know collector of fans. awesome that's so awesome good deal man. Uh, I heard I heard that she walked in the door and some some young female fans were standing there and she that was the first thing they saw that's awesome. So that's good pretty deal. cool good deal that's pretty cool so can Josh can you tell us a little bit about what this place is and how long you've been here and just what's going on
2: you want the long version or the short version we
0: got time to kill so give us a long version
2: oh <laughs> uh, long version <laughs> is long the middle uh, version <laughs> the middle version <laughs> the middle version. <laughs> middle version middle earth just uh basically this was something that my father and I did together for the majority of my childhood okay Uh, just for fun and hanging out we would go and do conventions and stuff on the weekends and I always liked always collected Star Wars stuff okay and uh, I am a cancer survivor I oh wow okay you know eight years of back and forth I've had over 125 surgeries and um I I was lucky I skipped all the chemo didn't worry about any of that stuff okay um I I was working a corporate job and it got to the point where I was my body was starting to fail me again okay about the time about 24 years old and um it was just a lot of manual stuff and a lot of hours, and it sucked. But uh, it, my luckily, I had put some I had put some money away. I played poker semi-professionally during that time, and won a couple large tournaments. My father and I decided we wanted to go into business for ourselves. He had recently retired from I don't know. He had like. Four different things that he was doing. So <laughs> okay. that, that's the kind of guy he is. He's got his hands in a couple different things at all the time. Um, so we bought a building. Uh, I rehabbed the building. We became partners in the building, and I decided, you know, let's let's put some toys in here. Let's make it a retail store. Like my background is customer service and retail. Uh, I swear I'll stop saying, uh, eventually. (laughs) No, you're good, man. It takes a second to get broken in. The, so the first store was about two blocks away and one block north. And it was 800 square feet. Started off as just all kinds of toys. It was called Epic Toys. Guy comes in after we've been open for about a year. And he goes, I'll take everything in the store except for the Star Wars stuff.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) and
2: our our our, the tvs that we have in here now yeah are bigger than our star wars section was back then oh wow okay so (laughs) it's kind of a funny thing to say uh so the dude bought us out everything back stock all of it and we took a little vacation and we're like well what are we going to do now are we going to continue with this store are we going to sell the building now that it's rehabbed we had been fielding offers uh, you know what do we do at this point? And I was like, well, let's let's. I you know I really enjoy doing the the toy thing. Let's see if we can buy some collections. And the next three collections that we bought were all Star Wars. Okay. So this was in <laughs> irony <laughs> in October. Uh, so we decided. You know I have more than enough to fill up the store. A tiny store. We're just going to do nothing but Star Wars for through the holidays and then we'll see we'll see where we go from there. Okay. So February hits and it's time to make a decision and I'm like, "Man, let, let's look at our numbers for the last couple months and they were ridiculous." So we put it out on Facebook. We said, "You know, what do you guys think? What should we do?" And it was overwhelming. Everybody said, "Stay with nothing but Star Wars." And that's what I always love. So I dug deep into it and we became experts in the field and there's very little about these toys that you could ask me that I don't know. Awesome. That's
0: awesome. That's that's a great story to have it set, so connected to your childhood and then growing up and where you're at now. And we look around here and Paul referenced it earlier. He, he sees his childhood in the store. And so it's... Uh,
2: does but it ever... Dude, go ahead. Everybody. Everybody yeah. that comes in here, they see their childhood. Because sure. Because that's... The reason that we're successful is because Lucas and now Disney... Have always been so good at reinventing the brand for the next generation so we had uh, the clone wars movie and then that became the clone wars tv show and then that became rebels and now we have rogue one for a different generation and now we have Episodes seven eight and nine and not only are they going they're adding on for every generation now everybody sees their childhood into this in, in this stuff everybody gets a big smile on their face when they come in but in addition to that, they're they like going more towards the females now. Sure. And it's a whole different demographic and they're just nailing it.
0: Right, right. They
2: really are. The
0: last two main characters in the films have
2: been females. Females, yeah. They it's, just they've
0: nailed it, right? Yeah. They've yeah. done a
1: great job as far as just marketing to everyone. But you know, Disney's involved now and that's what they do, man. Yeah. I don't know if you've been to Disney lately, but <laughs> they they take care of it and they do a good job with everything they do.
0: Uh, you so. mentioned you mentioned female uh, stars and we can't let you get out of here without talking about Miss Fisher. Who uh, mm. who passed away uh, yesterday? Um, that was a tough day, man. It, it, I'm sure. What well, you know? Yesterday we had we had another episode. Uh, we were recording with uh, Steve Grad from Beckett Authentication Services, who is just the the largest Star Wars fan I've ever yeah, met personally huge, until I came here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, he was like distraught and tore up. You know, it was. Um, he Miss Fisher was somebody that he had spent time with. You know. Right. And I'm sure that you guys have could probably share some of those k- same kind of stories, you know, right. meeting her a few times. Uh, I heard your dad talking about seeing her at Celebration. Uh, was it this last year? Is that what it was?
2: It wasn't Celebration Europe. It was 2015. Oh, it was 2015. 2015
0: right. Can you tell us about that?
2: I, unfortunately, was running the booth while that oh, happened. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you'll, <laughs> have to, you'll have to <laughs> ask him. But I, I've, I've met her a couple times, and she was just... Authentic, okay. One of a kind, original. You know, it, it. At a certain point, these actors and actresses, their their roles, instead of the role defining the actor, the actor defines the role. Sure. And sure. because she was so iconic, she she only got to be so iconic because Lucas allowed her to show a lot of her personality in the character. Right. And. I mean, there, if you go and you watch the the casting tapes, which we will play every once in a while in here, there was a lot of much more qualified actresses that were going to be in that role. Okay. Oh, but wow. But when, I don't know if you know this, but Harrison was never supposed to be Han Solo. But during the table reads, because Lucas was his friend and his first film was American Graffiti. Right. Uh... Harrison came in and he was just reading back and forth and the dynamic between Harrison and Carey. I mean that I mean that's what the franchise was about for sure, a long time. Sure. It, it's makes, as that's far awesome. as far as the big three, I mean I, I personally have a Mark Hamill Joker tattoo on my arm, but Carey was really bad. I mean yeah. that I I cried probably ten times yesterday. I was in the middle of a <laughs> oh. poker game at, at Choctaw Casino. And my phone buzzed, and I got up, and somebody had posted a uh, just a very heartfelt picture. Sure. And it was Kylo Ren, like, with a thought bubble about okay. his mom and his dad are both now dead. You're right.
1: Oh. And, uh, Man, that that is tough, man. That's tough. That's I never tough. Even thought I about that. Yeah, yeah that's tough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I looked at it, and I was like, man, I started crying in the middle of a damn poker game. And they're, like, <laughs> they're like, what are you doing? This yeah. big tattooed meathead right. sitting here crying about some picture he saw on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man.
0: No. Nothing wrong with that. Did you win your hand? <laughs> Did you win your hand? Did you <laughs> I, I Let's was get to the a little <laughs>
2: shaken up and decided just to sit that one out. Oh, okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. All right, right, all right. Good call.
0: So tell us a little bit a little bit more about your store here I mean what kind of foot traffic is it all foot traffic you guys do it online uh,
2: well we had just started I'll, I'll give you the, the full picture here we we had hired somebody to do our website okay uh, this is about four years ago and they put a website up and it, it was cost prohibitive all right okay uh, what this dude wanted because the way he was doing it he was custom coding a whole new database for us and we we have i last time i counted it's about 5600 unique items
0: okay okay
2: It's a lot no, that's a lot it's ridiculous so to get all of that on on a uh, website to be able to to show the the coverage that we have for the different merchandise it's it's very difficult uh so that we scrapped that. Couple, uh, maybe two years ago, we tried again, and that one got up and running real well. But because of our exposure in Marvel Comics, I don't know what it was. It was something about how the website was built. It just couldn't handle running the database and the uh, the amount of hits that we were getting. Right. So uh, we we were getting ridiculous amount of hits and. We were selling a lot of stuff, but the website had to, the website failed probably seven times in a year.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, and it not crashed
2: good. like seven times. And every time it crashed, we had a big problem. So then we just went with a really kind of cheap website. We uh, just put a bunch of vintage stuff up there, a bunch of stuff that are like our number one sellers. And that was doing real well. But then we just came out with this exclusive item, mm-hmm. uh, the Death Star plans that we, we gave out at the, At our commemorative showing of uh of rogue one okay so there was enough of those made for all of the people at the rogue one showing and then we did 100 extra we put those on the website we started having problems again so we took everything off of the website and only left the exclusives on there so that's how it stands right this second okay so when you when you're on the phone you're trying to take orders on one phone from australia and one phone from ireland and you can't understand what either one of them are saying. You, know, like, oh. you, know, you need to order online, bud. Well, online. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: gotcha. tell us about those exclusives. Um, Where it's a it's a charity it's a charity um, give, right? As
1: yeah, I think he m- said that they was the they were doing it for the Wounded, Wounded Warrior, Warrior Project.
2: Project. Well, that that's what we had done every time previously was okay. Wounded Warrior. I think we're doing. Uh, it, it, we've been going back and forth I think we're going to go with one of Carrie's foundations this okay, time alright so it, it, it was never officially announced what the uh, the Rogue One Death Star plans were going to be for but oh his phone's ringing yeah um uh, yeah I mean we, we donate probably 7500 to $10,000 a year to charity through, awesome. through the store oh very cool and uh just because of our affiliations with with Beckett and uh, Marvel, and we're part of the Star Wars network, they they allow us to do some stuff that a mom and pop store should not be able to do.
0: Sure, sure, that makes a lot of sense, man. But Very giving cool. back is important, especially in the collecting community. Collectors love that, whether it's Star Wars or baseball cards or or, or anything, you know, or yeah, or anything like that. So that's a really important thing, and you guys got it on the ground floor of that, and that's awesome.
1: Yes, indeed. Cool. Well, we're gonna let you go. We know you got tons of stuff to do yeah. around here. You you got so a crowded we, store already. It's, yeah, a crowded it's store. <laughs> you probably needed to do something out there. Yeah, probably. I'll tell
2: you what, real quick before I go. <laughs> yeah, man. We were we were technically closed yesterday. Okay. And okay. we posted on Facebook, "Hey, uh, Channel 8, whatever station that is, is coming out to excuse me to do an interview about Carrie. Uh, anybody who wants to come out and say something and talk to the news." feel free to come out. We're going to be open for about two hours. We were slam packed. You could not walk in here. Oh, wow. Wow. And there was the, the outpour of love and affection for Carrie, man. It was very, uh, heart touching. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Heartbreaking. Oh man. Um,
0: She, she's an iconic figure. There's no other way to say that other than she's, she's just an icon of, of perseverance female stardom in the 80s, you know, through, through later in life. Well, and, she broke uh, the mold. Yeah, she, she broke, broke the old, mold. Yeah.
2: She designed through her actions and her acting uh, a whole different type of female character.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, she will be missed, obviously. Man. For L- sure. Lots of fans are absolutely heartbroken. So um, we'll, we're going to let you get out of here, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, guys. You guys hang tight, and we'll be right back.
3: The first Death
1: Star was manned by the Imperial Army. The only people on board were stormtroopers, dignitaries, Imperials. Basically. So when they blew it up, no problem. Evil's punished. And the second time around? The second time around, it wasn't even done being built yet. It was still under construction. So? So a construction job of that magnitude would require a hell of a lot more manpower than the Imperial Army had to offer. I bet they brought independent contractors in on that thing. Plumbers, aluminum siders, roofers. And not just imperials. Is that what you're getting at? Exactly. In order to get it built quickly and quietly, they'd hire anybody that can do the job. I think the average stormtrooper knows how to install a toilet main? All they know is killing in white uniforms. All right, so they bring in independent contractors. Why are you so upset at its destruction? All those innocent contractors brought in to do the job were killed. Casualties of a war they had nothing to do with.
0: All right, man, we are back from that quick break, and joining us right now is a special guest. Very special. Uh yeah very special right yeah very special Melini Christian is that I got it right I yes. got it right I got it right she played Baris in um episode Two episode two yes episode two yes it gets confusing it, it does it, it's, it's, the Star Wars universe is a big one so it's uh, indeed she is a female Jedi she kicked a lot of arse and uh, <laughs> she, she's right here with us right now and that is pretty awesome how are you doing ma'am I'm
4: yeah. very well and yourself
0: we are doing well yeah, excited uh, man excited to be excited? here excited yes. to have you us uh, with you here with us as I fumble my words <laughs> yeah, I I okay got, <laughs> I got to calm down right okay. <laughs> so um what's going on how how you come into a store like this, you see all this Star Wars stuff. Are you are you are you taken aback a little bit? This is a a little bit of your life, so. No, oh, no,
4: I'm not no. taking it back at all. I think it's great. You think it's <laughs> great? Awesome. I'm hoping I can find some of my own action figures in here. That is cool. <laughs> do, you have your, do you have an action figure? I have several action figures, but I don't think I have all of the action figures ever released of my character. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's
0: weird. That, that, like, is it weird to see yourself as an action figure?
4: I think when I first saw it, it was my, the, the, the girl that played my master in the film, Mario Yaya. She played Luminar, Illuminari and Julie. And when we went to our first ever convention, someone came up and brought her action figure. And I thought, what? She's got an action figure and I don't have an action figure? <laughs> and that was my reaction. I was like, "Hey, on a minute, they're making dolls out of our characters now. And um, then someone came up and took some photos and said, we're gonna be, we need photos of your face because we need to structure the action figure. And I thought, yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have an action figure and then like once they started they never stopped and now i can't keep up with the action figures oh, wow. but i'm glad that i've got an action figure because how i mean who else can i say that i know that it has an action figure that's right that's really but cool there you,
0: go. you were talking to two gentlemen that actually have their own baseball card so wow, <laughs> wow. we do, <laughs> we do. That you, <laughs>
4: that's that's impressive <laughs> that's <weird>. but, <laughs> but i'd
3: rather a have
1: a an action figure <laughs> 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 i don't know i don't know, know, what, I don't <laughs> know what hero we would be <laughs> <do>, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if they have enough plastic mold to make an action figure to us maybe not maybe not That'd be pretty we pretty do, cool. We uh, could do a yes. Java, uh, stand-ins <laughs> <Java laughs> or something we like can that. We could totally yeah. do that. <laughs> that is really sweet. So, um, Star Wars, Episode Two, Beresoffi. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that experience like? I mean,
4: well, it's really hard to describe in words because I don't think any words can truly distra- describe how. You know what the experience was like, but it was just extraordinary. Okay. You know, it was extraordinary working with George Lucas, oh, he sure. was so down to earth, so nice to meet him. It was such a privilege to work with him. I mean, it, it, it kind of helped me grow as an actor. I think just being doing those fight scenes. I mean, I you know I've never done sword fighting. I've never learned lightsaber fighting. Um, it was just such a pleasant atmosphere to work in. It was it was professional. The actors were amazing. I mean, Samuel Jackson was, was such a character. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm li- sure. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was. Um, and, you know, I made lifelong friends from it. And if you had have said to me, what do you think is going to come from this film for the character? Where do you think you fit into it? I would have had no clue. But, you know, life has changed as a result of it. And... I'm just feeling so very blessed and lucky that I got to be in the film.
0: Yeah, that's. uh, She got to be. She she got to hold a lightsaber.
1: fight. man, that's awesome. That's pretty awesome. You
0: you think that's cool? I think it's cool. She got to meet Sam Jackson. That's yeah. yeah. That would be your thing. That's my (laughs) (laughs) thing. That would be your thing. Can you get? Can you share a Sam Jackson story with us? Do you have one good one?
4: Yeah, I mean, I was behind him on in one of the scenes, which is a Jedi Council scene, and you know, there's a lot of time where you're not filming, and um, we would talk quite quite a lot, and. You know, he would just really just kind of just banter. And I said to him, I really loved you in Pulp Fiction. And I said, could you recite that scene? Oh, no, no. That you did, that last scene. And you know what? He said, yes. And he remembered it word for word wow. and recited it for me. And I thought, what a sweet man that he would do that for someone he doesn't know. Sure. On set, remembers line from a previous film that was just so great. I mean, Pulp Fiction was just like, it was never been a movie made like it since. And right. The fact that he remembered it and just you know, would do it because I asked him to. Right. This says a lot about who he is as a person.
0: That's really awesome. I'm yeah. going to ask you a question, Paul. I'm going to put you on the spot. I don't put me on the spot. I know that you've d- you don't watch a lot of movies. I don't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> have you seen Pulp Fiction? I have not seen Pulp oh, Fiction. Oh, man. You, you, I'm going to... No, yeah. I have not. Quentin
4: Tarantino movies you have to see you okay. just I've heard, heard see a
1: lot them. of that you know working, I worked a lot of restaurants before this and, and that's what everybody watched was Quentin Tarantino movies they're and not, I just never got into it for they're not really reason.
4: like Hollywood films which is why I like them Sure, because okay. he's not Hollywood he is everything but Hollywood in the way that he creates these films sure he uses you know Hollywood actors but but You know, you're not going to see films, storylines, actors like the ones that he puts in his films. I mean, Christoph Waltz in Gory's Bastards. Um, You know, you've got all the actors that were in Pulp Fiction, Uma Thurman. You know, just like the Reservoir Dogs. I mean, everything he does, he does it so brilliantly and so uniquely because he just does it with his own vision. Sure. Um, He doesn't care about whether Hollywood likes it or not. But because it is so unique, it, it really appeals to many people you know, de- regardless of what film he does. And now because of it, he's got his own style. And because of it, people really kind of look up to him because of the type of f- types of films he does. And Makes I aspire sense. to be a director and a filmmaker like that because I'm trying to set up a production company and they're the films I'd want to do, the ones that aren't popular, but they're the ones that just he has this vision, he creates it, and then it does so well because of that. You that's know? cool. That's right. Really I have cool. to watch right, put, that. That <laughs> put that on my <laughs> list. Now, here's the
0: thing. Don't watch them when your kids are around, okay? Right, right, yeah, yeah, don't no, bring I know your that kids part around. about them. Yeah, uh, I know that part don't about. Don't them. tell anybody at church you watched them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't do any of that. All right, but I'm they're good they're good films. Uh, you should definitely uh, watch Pulp Fiction. Start with that one. Okay. Uh, Resident, I'm sorry. Resident Evil. I almost uh, said Resident Evil, which is a new film coming out in 27. Yeah. So um that's yeah, you gotta you gotta watch All right, it. I watch it. All right, you okay. gotta watch it. Don't I tell your wife either. Like, I won't tell. her. Don't don't Glorious <laughs>
4: Bastards is quite good as well. Yeah. Yeah, Christoph Waltz was amazing in that. He really uh, was. He really is such a brilliant actor. And this is a thing when Christoph Waltz. I'm sorry, I'm harping on about Quentin Tarantino. Oh, you're Tarantino fine. You're a bit, fine. But, um, but when he won the, you know, his Oscar or his Academy. I can't remember if it was an Emmy. But when he got up on stage, he said the thing about Quentin Tarantino. He says, it doesn't matter who you are or part of the world you were in. That if you are the character. You are the actor that plays that character that he wants, he will hire you. And that's what it should be about. You know, it shouldn't be about you being famous. It should be about the fact that you played this character and you deserve the part and you get it. And that's, I will forever have respect for Quentin Tarantino as a result of that.
0: Now, that is, uh, that's awesome. A credit to Tarantino because that's true. I completely believe it. He finds, he finds, actors and actresses to, to play these roles that deserve to be in these roles. Yeah. I'm going to lead that into you are from Fiji, correct?
4: I was born in the Fiji Islands from but I would like to say I'm from Australia because I was raised in Australia, for, you know, from a child well like from an infant like from the age of 2. Okay. okay. So, I, I can't say I know too much about Fiji, but I'm very proud to be a Fijian Australian. Okay. Born in the Fiji Islands or Fijian Indian, Nepalese, Australian. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was born in that beautiful tropical island and then moved to Australia when I was 2 and um, you know being Aussie is is a great thing um, but i like the fact that i'm an ethnic i have an ethnic mix because it kind of allows you to you know be a bit more dynamic yes ma'am you know?
0: yes ma'am can you tell us a little bit about what it took to get get to star wars episode 2 i mean
4: yeah. how, how yeah, did how you how did you how did you, did you go from
0: australia to to episode 2 I okay mean.
4: so i started um you know modeling and acting as a teenager and i started to do a lot of that and um i was with a modeling agency at the time and funnily enough i did not audition for this part okay my master the lady who played luminary and doley mario yaya did audition i did not okay um, wow. and it was more like a casting call i don't think that they were intending characters to necessarily have like lots of lines or anything like that i think it was more fight scenes they were just you know if you like featured extraordinaires but um but i didn't get to audition i think that they just thought nope this character she looks the part we want to use her and uh i was very lucky that they were using my agency to hire um and i got picked awesome awesome
0: so day one on the set of your your day one on the set filming what was it like i mean was it Inspiring was it? You know, a bit much. For, were you prepared for it? Or?
4: I didn't know what to expect, which was good. I, you know, you need to maintain professionalism no matter where you're. You know, of are. course, you know, when you're doing an acting job. It's a job. So you know, getting up and going to work at five a.m. You know, being at work at five a.m. You know, having to do makeup, seeing the transformation of this character. Like I, we did a lot of testing beforehand. So we'd go in, prepare. You know, when I went in, I went in several times before to to get the measurements for my you know costume to go and get my costume on to see if there was needs to be any more alterations to doing makeup testing all of that was done before so i already knew very much on hand what was what it was expected in terms of getting into the character's costume on the day on set because there's a lot of prepping before and then what i wasn't prepared for is what happened on set and you know the scenes meeting the actors interacting with you know george lucas um but you know that was that was pretty impressive, but I think that the thing will, that will always stay with me is the fight scenes, because we had no clue what we were doing, and Nick Gillard <laughs> was just so amusing. I mean, he would give us these sequences which were very difficult to do, and anyone from the second, you know, the 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 assistant director to Nick Gillard would always laugh at us, which kind of made us feel comfortable, funnily enough, because you know we trying to do the scene, and he was like, no, no, you need to be a bit more masculine about it and, you know, not be so, like, feminine. And here we were trying to, like, wave around, like, this <laughs> lightsaber, which was more <laughs> like a wand for right. us, you know, because right. you know, we had this, like, femininity that we were putting into it. But he never made us feel uncomfortable. He always just laughed and said, no, no, we need to do it this way. And then we kind of perfected it over a period of time. But, you know, that's what stays with me is the experiences I've had with the people on set, how great they were, um, and the fact that I got... To be part of the Star Wars universe, I feel very privileged. That's cool. Now, were you
1: a Star Wars fan before the
4: movie? I watched all the repeats on TV. You know, as a child, I always played it on TV, you know? And I love the Ewok adventures. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Love it so much. That is good stuff. Yeah, that was
1: the only one I actually got to see in the theater as a kid. My dad took me to see Return of the Jedi, so I I was
4: hooked, man. Yeah, I loved it so much. I I was just kind of in love with the Ewoks, you know? Yeah. And, um... (laughs) And, yeah, I mean, I love Star Wars. But, you know, when you're younger, you kind of don't necessarily follow the plot or understand what's going on. Exactly. But but I had this, like, really uh, bizarre fascination with um, Darth Vader. Okay. Because you didn't know who he was. Right. He was very powerful. He's all-encompassing. He was just so mysterious, but dark at the same time. And, And for a child, when you don't know what's behind that face that mask and you're like, Who is this? And he's got this unusual voice and he's got this power. It's actually quite intriguing. It is. And I he was my favorite (laughs) it was scary, but it was my favorite character as a result of that.
0: He uh, definitely strikes heart Strikes fear in the heart of many. Yes. Not my son. My son is like, I love Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have his twin at home. Yeah. Yes, so we <laughs> had to get, we could not get anything. None of the good guys. None of the good None guys. None of the good guys. Yeah. Man, it had to he, be, had to be a bad guy or yeah. stormtrooper or something. Yeah. Eli is so. all Vader all the time. He just, um, he doesn't care about Luke or. Or Leia, or anybody else. Nope. Not he so. wants to be the bad guy, which is a little concerning. Uh, I'm gonna have to talk to a Sunday school teacher about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure that uh, he's not acting that out in class. Yeah, um, that would be bad. Now we have you. We have an audience with you. I want to ask you about uh, Miss Fisher. I asked you off there, You said you never got to uh, interact with her, but mm-hmm. she did. She was inspiring. Can you tell us how she inspired you, or how she has uh, just set the platform for female Jedi's in the future?
4: Well, I think being the only female that had such an integral part in the first 3 films, I think she really set the pace of what was expected for other females. Okay. I don't think you could find a timid or quiet or you know, shy female, but, you know, once she set the bar and she was who she was and she played the character she played, every other person that followed had to be fierce like her. Sure. So all the female Jedi that came in had to have those characteristics as just part of their personality, part of their character, to be strong, to be defiant, to speak your mind, to be charming, charismatic, but at the same time be strong and bold sure. and be beautiful at the same time. I mean, all those things, she did that as a human, but the Jedi's kind of had to have that incorporated into them. And I think that she kind of was setting the platform for, you know, the basis, if you like, of what the Jedi's represented or how they were, you know, um, you know his characters so she did set that and that was inspiring to see you know because she, you know when it was filmed one well in the 70s and 80s to have such an important figure because women didn't really have that in films back then Right. Um, so to have her play that kind of made her very appealing to the masses but in terms of her just personally I like the fact that she spoke her mind she was herself Everyone's got their own intricacies, you know. Everyone's they've they've know, a few people are eccentric, you're know, quirky. You know, I, I identify with being very quirky, and <laughs> I like the fact that she was just so comfortable with being who she was, and didn't really care about what other people thought. Nope. Spoke her mind, was her own quirky self. You know, said things that people would laugh at her about, but she didn't really care. No, because she's just Carrie Fisher, and she's a very much her own person. And I think that's what people remember her for: is the fact that she was just herself and she was brilliant, she was a brilliant actress and um, you know, I'm sure she had many struggles like many of us do, but she always got on top of them and you know, this kind of like real defiance about her always came through
3: yeah. Always Very came through. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Always came through, you know, and, 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 and I respect that about her. I respect that she could be herself and she didn't conform. Sure. Right. That That's,
0: makes sense. That makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, just she, growing up, man, she was it. You know, yeah. she was the, the icon for most kids, you yeah. know, growing up, most boys anyway, growing up, you right. know, just because she was pretty, she was on the stage, she was she just played this, like, role that no one had seen
0: before. When, so. when Brian asked me in the future why about the line at work that i always seem to cross right. i'm gonna i'm gonna play this segment for him and ex- let Milani Milani explain to him why carrie fisher was such an important role yes. in star wars there you go and why i have to be the same way in the beckett offices there you go <laughs> 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 i'm gonna get fired you <laughs> are that's okay <laughs> that's awesome i do the show by myself um <laughs> <laughs> thanks paul no i'm just sport. kidding man. <laughs> you, you mentioned conventions earlier um what has your experience been like at conventions? I saw you coming through the door and you, the young Star Wars fans their eyes lit up and the way you interacted with fans over here was great. What is conventions like for you? Is, can it get a little crazy or you, um, do you still have fun there?
4: I, excuse me. I always have fun when I go to conventions, but I mean what makes it the most is the fans. I think that if I didn't have interesting people come up and talk to me, it kind of there'd be no purpose to it. Sure. I mean I do it for the fans and I also do it because I love traveling and meeting other actors and meeting people and there's always like this really like unusual sense of um, like it's like a family sci-fi family when you go to these conventions you always have something in common and that is that you all have a love for sci-fi or have a love of Star Wars or there's like a love of something so you know I didn't know what to expect when I went to the convention the very first one but it was so busy when I went to Star Wars Celebration. Sure. Um, And I thought, wow. And then after that, I think, you know, a couple years after that, I started this massive journey of Star Wars conventions or comic cons or wizard cons, whatever they were. And uh, to be honest, it's really hard not to do them anymore. I really like doing them. I really (laughs) enjoy it. Awesome. (laughs)
3: Now,
0: cosplay is a big thing at these things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you seen a great... Barisofi cosplay?
4: Oh, every show I go to, I'm surprised when there's no Barisofi. I always see at least one. Okay. okay. And I've got to say, so, I'm so indebted to those particular fans because they take out so much time of their morning to get dressed in a character because they relate to a character I played and that in itself is very honorable. That's right awesome. And uh, I really appreciate it. So every time I see one, I'll take a photo with them and I'll put it on my, face- uh, on my Facebook or my website because I appreciate my fans for doing that. That's, That's really awesome. cool.
1: Now, do you ever appear in your... In your costume,
4: I don't because I don't have my costume. You don't <laughs> okay. film didn't let me keep it. Uh, Darn okay. it. <laughs> oh, I got you. Okay, I didn't know that's, um, that's cool. yeah, so we don't get to keep it. But I have considered getting it made. Ah, but okay. if I did wear it, I just I'm not sure if I would wear it because the makeup took so long to do, right? It was so difficult with the hand painting of the diamonds, the blue contacts, the, the black lips, the diamonds on my hands. It was very difficult to really being a perfectionist right. I would want it to sure. be exactly Perfect. how it was on set uh, Sure. and it would be a very long task I think maybe one day I may do it but not okay. at this
3: point.
0: Okay. Not at this <laughs> point, <laughs> So, other than Star Wars, what else can our listeners uh, see you see your work in? Uh, you have you have any other roles out there? Uh,
4: I mean, I've had other roles out there that not that they're not you know liners in TV shows. Sure. I've done a couple of films in Australia. I did like a, a uh, what we call a festival film in England years ago when I lived there. But I have a horror comedy that I'm working at the moment called Bloodsucker Jones Two. It's part I two. saw this
0: yesterday. Uh, Yes, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna let you. Yeah, and uh. so
4: it's, it's a comedy. It's a horror comedy, and I've had so much fun filming. And I've got one more scene that I'm shooting in January.
0: Awesome. Oh. That's very cool. Bloodsucker Jones. I saw that, and I you I would see that because you are that guy. I am that guy. I was like i got to check this out. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. It's funny. It's
4: that, very funny. That's
0: so awesome. So I just want to thank you uh, for giving us some, some, some of your time today. We really appreciate it. Uh, sure. Them. Stopping down and uh, talking to the two baseball card guys. Yeah, You're know, so I very welcome.
4: It. Thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure to meet you both. Oh, you Thank too. you very much. You, you have you. a blessed day. All yes, right. you too.
0: Hi. Right. Luke. Yeah. Luke? Yeah. Wait, Luke Skywalker? Yeah. Oh, my God, this is so stupid. I was trying to call Luke Adams. His number is right next to yours in my helmet. Um, so how's everything been going since our fight? Uh, it's good. Oh, and you know, the offer's still open for the whole two dudes running the galaxy plan. Yeah, listen, I, I gotta go. Oh, sure, sure, you're busy, you're busy, it's okay.
1: All right, well, I'll talk to you later, Luke Skywalker, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, Paul. We're back uh, from that quick little break. <laughs> yeah, quick, <laughs> quick little break. Um, so we're back in the studio. We are. We had to come back from Order sixty six, and uh, we're a- it's actually the next day. It is the next day, and I'm glad it's the next day because we have some things to talk about now.
1: We absolutely.
0: Yeah. So uh, what happened while while see we we recorded this? The plan originally was. So to get it recorded and get it up online, well, everything went swimmingly yesterday. I think it was great, but oh, yeah. it just ran a little late. It did. So we weren't able to get back and get everything processed. So uh, what we wanted to do was come in and record one last segment just to talk about the interview with uh, yep and uh, Josh and see, see react to that. And then while we were uh, overnight. Kind of like while we were sleeping. Yeah, Kinda while we were <laughs> sleeping. Not even while we were sleeping, but yeah, because uh, we both probably crashed out early. It was, it was a long, busy day. Uh Miss Debbie Reynolds passed. Uh, so, here we are in 2016 talking about another death on the show that really, and it's got to be a broken heart, doesn't it? I mean... Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. Has so has to be. Just, uh, they said she just couldn't
1: handle, you know, everything, making all the plans and getting yeah. everything together, and, you know, I,
0: I get it. Yeah. You know, it's got to be horrible. Yeah, it, it, it definitely does. She, um was a legend in her own right for sure you know we we just went well matt, i didn't matt did matt went back into the vault and, and pulled a, a debbie reynolds autograph that we had we pulled in 2014 from a leaf pop century thing and um cool card yeah real cool a sketch with a auto on it it's really nice just wow just another one you yeah. know and it's really sad but like it, it's I'm not conv- I, you can't convince me it's not a broken heart. It's, no, not at all. That's all. That's just it. all it, it has to be. So, uh again, rest in peace Debbie Reynolds. Um Indeed. This is uh kind of been a real crappy year for for deaths as we were saying yesterday, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful about it, not funny or anything else. It's right. Just just damn man it's been a bad year <laughs> been, man that's for sure been, it's been a real bad let's real hurry bad up thing. the next three days and get out of yeah, here get the na- I'm, I'm staying home for the <laughs> next i'm not i'm not coming out of the house don't um, check your noti- phone notifications
1: yeah, you just don't want to know yeah
0: de- if death wants me he's gonna have to knock on my door and like i'm gonna have to let him in <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so there you go it's not happening there you I'm, go it's it's crazy man it's it's been a real crazy crazy year so um yeah, rest in peace Debbie Reynolds. Um I'm sure that she is blissfully happy wherever she is with with Carrie. So Absolutely. Um Amen to that. Now, let's talk about uh let's talk about what happened yesterday because we had a we had a really good time out at Order 66. Um I want to I want to just tell you how happy I was for you because <laughs> you were we, we mentioned it while we were recording it, but you were just just gleefully Oh. <laughs> blissful just it, it was awesome man i yeah. mean i
1: you know i've lived in the, i i've moved to dallas two years ago or so a little over two years now and i heard about order 66 but it's really like it's probably close to an hour and a half or farther from my house right it's, and i just never jaunt. made the venture right. out there and man i was just happy we had the opportunity to to get out there yesterday and and just walk around the store and then meet all the people and yeah. the owners and then be able to sit you know be able to sit down with Nalani and that's awesome, man! Like, yeah. what did you do yesterday at work?
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know, I just hung out with a Jedi. I hung you know, out like. with a Jedi. <laughs> that's uh, you know, next from you know, next from an angel from heaven coming down. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's probably <laughs> neck and neck right like there. Jedi, right? Yeah. You, you can't you can't really top that. Uh, man, it was a great experience. It was my second time at the store. Okay, first time without kids. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a little more enjoyable, A lot yeah, less expensive. A li- yeah, a lot less expensive. Um, <laughs> man. They had everything you could really think of or want in that store and stuff that I'd never even seen or heard of before.
1: Yeah. Same with me. And I, you know, I was an avid collector of that stuff back in the day and they definitely have pieces and and things that I've never seen. And man, I want to go back without without kids (laughs) 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 To go back and just kind of take it all in, man. There was, there were so many people there yesterday And, and with the TV crews and the, and the outpour for, for Carrie and, that was awesome to see the support. It was very awesome to see all the little girls that were there and just giddy about you know hanging out with these jedi's and 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 looking up to these jedi's and just you know from a female perspective, it was that was really cool to see.
0: It, yeah, it really was cool. Um, those those same three girls, I think they made it on all the news stations that were there. They were good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they were good like that. Yeah, they, they were, were good. Uh, uh, probably my 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 favorite moment of that whole whole time and situation was when. Let me turn this down a second. Hold on. Let me reach over here because I'm kind of loud. That's okay. Don't even have to edit that out, guys. That's that's a live reading. There you go. Uh, so <laughs> probably probably the best thing that happened to me was when Delaney walked into walked into the store. Right. And first of all, she didn't have a big entourage or anything like that. You no. Know, nah, it was man. just her. Yeah. And uh, those those three those three girls that were being interviewed by all the news stations that were out there they just kind of looked up and noticed her and he recognized her immediately and just their eyes lit up. And, you know, um, in a society that really treats well, where we're young ladies, you know, have to fight for a lot of things, uh, for for them to be able to have a role model such as Carrie Fisher or Nelaney or, right. or anybody else like that is really important. And uh, whether it be a fictional character or an actual person, if they can draw inspiration from it and, and you know, Make something, or, you know. Keep take take something from that inspiration and make something of themselves. is really cool. So uh, she walked in; those girls saw her, her; their eyes lit up. They did, and uh, it was really cool. It looked and, cool. and what was great about Melanie, N- she took time for them. You know, she didn't she didn't brush them off or anything like that. She stayed and talked to them until they were done talking. So yeah, yeah, that's really cool to see. Um, just great experience. Great experience, and and
1: the, they're just doing great things at Order Sixty Six. You know, I don't. We could turn this into a whole plug for them, but they really are doing good things there, man. I love the story Josh was telling uh, about how how the store came about. Um, just a great story. Uh, and they're just doing good things there, man. They're doing stuff for charity. They're selling those uh, those Death Star plans right now. You bought a couple of those. I did get a couple of those for my boys. Man, they were enamored with the with the Death Star, so I got a couple of them. But all that money's going to, to the vets or wounded warrior, I think they said. It
0: was, it was either wounded warrior or one of Carrie Fisher's. Uh,
1: or one of Car- yeah. It's going somewhere. Yeah, something. And, like that. And uh, that was awesome. And then uh, I know they got a, another one coming up, yeah. a little surprise thing yeah. going up, all going to charity, um, which is just great, man. It's great to see them giving back sure. to, uh, to to things like that. Absolutely. So when, when they could, when they could totally use it the other way, to, to capitalize and make right. a good bit of money and, and, and pad their
0: pockets a little. They're, uh, they're giving it back because they know it's important. Sure. Let, now, let's talk about those uh, Death Star plans because you bought a couple for, for your boys. I did. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know this. Well, I, I'm not surprised that it exists, but... These were numbered. Like, there's only seven hundred and fifty. Seven hundred fifty of, of them. And yep. that, that's it. Yep. Uh, what? Twenty nine ninety nine. Is that what it ran? Twenty nine ninety nine. Yep. Okay. Uh, a piece. Yep. So these are exclusive order sixty six, Death Star plan toys. Yes, they
1: have um, the licensing and, and the ability with with uh, Mr. Lucas and Disney right. to be able to create their own in house kind of specialty novelty sure. Sure. And things. And And uh, and the crazy thing was was the fact that I wanted to get two of them. They only had one on the shelf, and they actually put them together in front of you. Yeah. They get the card back, they cut it, they attach the bubble, they place the dust. I mean, they do the whole thing in front of you. That alone was worth the experience. Sure, You know, that was sure. just really cool to see it all just come together. And uh, they're just really cool pieces, and... Uh, yeah, man. I hope my boys don't open them. You hope they, you hope they don't <laughs> open them. No, I'm gonna get some printouts today of the Death Star plans so they okay, don't open them, man. Put them away. Yeah. But um, it was it was just cool. It was just neat. It was a yeah. whole neat experience to, to be able to see that um, to happen. So it was yeah. cool. Really, mm-hmm. really
0: cool. Then uh, again, Nelane couldn't have been a more genuine person. I mean <sighs> just knocked it out of the park. Yeah, man. she really did. She was really cool, um, beautiful young lady. Absolutely. Um I looked at Barris Offy online uh-huh. afterwards, and yeah, you know, I mean, I guess you could see Melanie there, but in the makeup, it was really cool. You yeah, know. um, and what the, and I guess what surprises me was just the amount when she was
1: talking about how the the amount of work that goes into sure. just her costume, right, her character, and there's so many characters right. and so many people. Man, putting a movie together is, is insane. Yeah, it's insane. That's a lot of work, man. <laughs>
0: I hope you hear I hope you're listening, Justin, because it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, kudos to Justin. He he does a good job. He so. does, he does. Um, but um, I my favorite my favorite moment with her was her telling the story about Sam Jackson. Yeah, that was that uh, was good for you. I have never seen the movie, but you were like, What? I'm I'm just picturing Sam Jackson in, in Mace Windu uh costume. Repeating Jules from Pulp Fiction, and my mind was a little bit blown. I was like, that's pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> that was funny. I was I was laughing inside all a lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and, but and she was so elegant too. She just yep really just down to earth and genuine and elegant and that's awesome. It was cool. It was cool. You know, you meet you hear so many horrible like celebrity
1: stories and and, and different things, and she's she's definitely not in that category yeah, at all. Not at all. Definitely on the other spectrum of things. So. Not at all. Um, she's doing good things, man, working on some projects. So that's good. Hopefully we'll, uh, blood Jones. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah. um, You were excited about that too,
0: man. I I, I looked, I looked that up and, uh, it looks hilarious. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up today. It looks hilarious. Um, so let's talk about star Wars collectibles just for a few few minutes because, uh, that's what this is. This This was a special star Wars collectibles edition of the podcast. Uh, big thanks to order 66 for bringing us out and allowing us to be a part of that, uh, that whole Day. The whole day, man. Yeah, it was a great day, man. Day. I wish we could have stayed longer. Yeah, off, so. I, I, I really do too. Um, you know, I. It was coincidental that it was arranged r- around the time. Oh right, yeah, we've had this about- plan for weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, we, yeah, this has been planned for at least a month, right? You know, so um, just the timing of it is coincidental. I know it seems off, but it, it was coincidental, completely. Not like you know they were sitting back there planning on <laughs> right, right, planning right. on that at all. Um, but it just made it made everything better it just made the whole experience better I It did. Think. Yeah. It so, did. Uh, big thanks to uh Jeff and Josh and everybody at Order 66 for having us out. Thank you to Bill Dumas for having this arranged for us yep. because uh we we wouldn't have been part of it otherwise. But let's talk about Star Wars collectibles because um just we are a collectibles podcast. We are. And uh you know it just doesn't <laughs> completely revolve around sports cards nope uh, there's a whole different world of collectibles out there and star wars collectibles toy collecting is no joke no joke <laughs> no joke at no all No joke no there no. there is money to be made and had in that and i just
1: i just watched what was sold yesterday yeah. you know why we were there just the people picking up this piece oh that's two hundred dollars okay no problem that's eighty five dollars that's this that's the. That. wow mind blown man. out of box out of box in box yeah Crappy box, good box. I mean, just you know, so many different, um, so many different aspects to it. So
0: many different aspects to it. Um, I'm reminded of the uh, the auction that happened in 2014 where a bunch of Star Wars collectibles were sold. Uh, a southeast auction uh, up in New York. A guy from uh, Japan, I believe, just sold a bunch of different Star Wars yeah, oddball stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, total five hundred five thousand dollars. Did you say five hundred and five that, that's thousand? Half thousand? a million dollars. Woo! For toys, man, that's a lot of money, man. That is a lot of money, I, I, man. I can do a lot of things with five hundred. I could buy a Mike Trout
1: card. You could, you could get your fish. <laughs> I could.
0: I could totally buy that Mike Trout card. Get your fish. Um, just a lot of a lot of cool stuff going on in the toy, in the toy collectible world that I just I don't completely understand. I, but it's something I'm interested in. and I want to learn about because. You know, I don't have any I don't have any toys. Right. But my son's got lots. <laughs> yeah, he does. That is true. <laughs> yes, yeah, so our son's, got sons lots. do have a lot of toys. Uh,
1: no, but it made me run back and, and grab a copy of the uh, the Star Wars almanac yesterday just sure. to, to to go through it and uh, you know, we do a lot of pricing for um the figures and the toys and then the different items that have come out and
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of cool. It, so, it is. It's uh, um they have toy grading.
1: Yeah, what they had some there. Yeah, they had some there. They had some C I G something yeah. nines and whatever, which was awesome. I don't know how
0: it works at all, but <laughs> now, I,
1: I know the tab's important. As long as that little tab's not punched out, it's you know uncirculated, hadn't been put on the on the hook at the store. How do you
0: like, as a child? How would you even know
1: that? You know, well, you wouldn't back in the '70s. Yeah, that's and, for sure. '70s and '80s. That you know, those are very very hard to come by, but. Um, and without stickers, you know, a lot of places back then, the Toys R Uses and the KBS and whatever, the, the Wool Wars and stuff, they just plastered stickers all over it. You know, it was $4.99, and then marked down to $1.99, and marked down to 48 cents or whatever. And we saw a lot of those yesterday, where yeah. those figures just had stickers all over them. And obviously, after 20, 30 years, those stickers aren't coming off without doing some some damage, damage to the figure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to be able to come across with something that doesn't have any stickers on it. Doesn't have any creases on it, and it, for whatever reason, possibly find one with that still has a little tab in it. That's uh that's impressive stuff right there.
0: Th- those stickers, man, were blowing my mind because, like you were saying, you know, half off, twenty percent off. Things were dollar right. ninety nine, ninety nine yeah. cents, and th- those stickers are just plastered all over the front of the front of the uh um, <laughs> toy there. And then you flip the box up, and you're like, oh, seven hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I like the one they had. It had a dollar forty four was
1: marked on the thing, and then they they the you know the retail on that the value sure. was a hundred and forty four dollars. So sure, And like, oh, a few zeros to that. Exactly. <laughs> but, it was. Uh, uh, but you, where are you going to find it? Yeah, you know there can't be that many of those pieces available. So, um, you know, it's cool. Definitely cool.
0: The Jawa seems to be a uh, a rare figure. Yeah, and the little dude. The little. Uh, I'm looking at one right here, 1983 Palatoy Star Wars. Trilogal Jaga AFA eighty. I don't know what AFA eighty is, but it's a grade. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Four thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Sweet. Want to go hazy? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to go quartersy. I don't. <laughs> but I mean, the pro, the, from loose toys, from loose toys, you know, all the way up to
1: with boxes. Pa- well. With boxes,
0: yeah. There's yeah. a nine thousand dollar Kinner store Kinder toy. Uh, it's a three pack. It's just here's another nine thousand, a six hundred twenty-five hundred dollar or six thousand two hundred fifty dollar one. It's ridiculous. Where was this at when I was a child? Where was my mind at? Not, and I didn't even I like I did I had no concept of what Star Wars was right um, until the Ewok special that was on ABC or whatever. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't see Star Wars until almost the nineties. Right, know? right, but. Um, I had G.I. Joes. I had He-Man. You know, I had all that stuff. And that and stuff
1: that stuff fetches a pretty penny too. Exactly. Certain of it. You know, and it's so it's so unique and so different from the card 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 market. You know, you have a card and obviously it has it could have creases or bends or whatever. You get it graded and that's it. But there's no like in the box and you know, there's a price with a the box, there's a price with a pristine box, there's a price where this where the seal hasn't been broken there's a price There's you know, so many different aspects to to price it and to and to, to come up with value for these things sure. and, and enhance the value of them, yeah, um, it's just crazy.
0: Yeah, it, and it is nuts.
1: Yeah, for sure. But in order sixty six, man, the seeing the boxes was cool. They have boxes for like
0: everything. Yeah, they do. You
1: um, know, some you know, some got some some wrinkles to them, got some wear to them. Looks like somebody might have jumped on top of them. Yeah. But the fact that they have it, it's intact, and in the the items
0: inside the box, boom. Though, I didn't understand why inbox was so important, but. After coming out of that store, I completely understand it now.
1: Yeah, and it makes such a difference. I mean, I remember I think it was like a Rancor was like 75 dollars out of the box, but with the box, it was like double that. Yeah, and the box, you know, it was a, it was a not a not a pristine box exactly.
0: You know, and uh, it just makes a difference. That lady, that lady that was in front of us buying the Rancor. Yeah, she said that her son had one, but he stuffed a hot dog down. He stuffed a hot dog down it, <laughs> and it was no. Redcore eats a lot of stuff, man. And I guess hot he was, dogs is on that list now. I guess, guess. so, man. That was uh, pretty interesting. So let's wrap this up. Yeah, man. Let's talk. I mean, it's it was a great experience. I know that you're going to go back, aren't you? Oh, for sure. You're going to go back for sure. You'll probably buy a couple of things. Maybe
1: so. And try to explain. So to you I'm going to go by myself. Yeah. No wife,
0: no Christy. kids. I'm, is it Christy? Christy? Christy right? yeah. yeah. Christy. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that yeah. that happened. <laughs> I'm just going you to know, apologize to you in advance. Yeah. I had no, I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, happened to yeah. be there when it happened. <laughs> hey, you, you drove the car. I drove the car. <laughs> it was uh, interesting. I also want to, um, not order 66 at all, but that little store that we went into, uh, Texas monkey business. That was a cool little store. Heck yeah, it was a cool store. That was man. a cool little store.
1: That guy, I don't know his name, but he was doing it right up there, man. Yeah. That whole town was really cool,
0: man. McKinney is a great town. Shout out to McKinney, Texas, yeah. man. I want mean, to. I want to live in McKinney. That would be cool. But I'm not rich, so there you <laughs> go. That's true. It's not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. It's a. It's a beautiful little town. It's constantly on the like the top ten places to live in America. Um, there you go. It's a. It's a place that has just been revitalized and rejuvenated with the. Everything revolving around that historic downtown square area, and there's a lot of stuff going on down there. It's a fun little place. And there's a lot of food down there, let's be honest. Yeah, there's a lot of food. So we didn't if, get to eat any of it, but there's yeah, a lot of food down there. If, uh, if you're in the local Dallas-Fort Worth area on a trip or right. uh, you know you live down here and you haven't been out to Order 66, go check out McKinney. Go check out Order 66. Tell Jeff that the Fat Pack sent you. Yeah, for sure. And uh,
1: and check out um, Barris Offy.
0: Yeah, check out Bear Safi, check man. Check her
1: out, man. If you ever get a chance to meet her at a comic con or at a convention or yeah. something, man, just go up, meet her, yeah. talk to her. Sweet She's person. awesome, Sweet and uh, it'll it'll be a, it'll be a good experience. I tweeted
0: that picture out last night.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that.
0: You saw that. I, I tweeted that picture out, and uh, a guy, I, I'm, his name his name is slipping me. I don't have it right in front of me, but he he said I'm watching episode two right now. Bearsofty is such a badass. Ah, nice. <laughs> so uh, nice. That was really cool. That that happened. Um, just a great experience, guys. Go check out McKinney. Go check out Order Sixty Six uh, Toys. Look, at, uh, do a Google search. Go check out their online online store. Yep. They have uh, they have one the store in McKinney, and they have a store in Houston. In Houston. Yep. Uh, both are fascinating. Go you, and if you're a Star Wars fan, it's a it's a must. Absolutely, it's an absolute must. So, uh, dude, that is officially it for 2016. It is uh, December 29th, 2016. This is our last episode um happy new year happy new year to you as well sir i hope you have a fun and safe one yeah man
1: are you gonna do anything yeah we're actually um i think we're heading to uh to austin you're gonna go to austin for yeah new Year's? i think we're going to austin that's the plan. god bless you <laughs> that's the plan so. i'm not going to austin at all <laughs> so um
0: that's that's odd what's taking you down there uh i don't really know
1: we no. just wanted to get away do something okay. do it overnight a couple nights with the kids or whatever all right. and uh you know, we've been working hard, like, you know, my sure. wife and I have just been going at it crazy, and uh, yeah, everybody needs a little time away, right? It's All a song right. It's a song somewhere.
0: Austin's a good place. You've so, ever been there I've never before? been to Austin. Oh, no, Austin. my, my wife's right,
1: been there four or five times since we've been here in Texas, but I haven't. Uh,
0: Austin is a beautiful place now. Are you going down, uh, bef- like, before? Or are you going down New Year's Day? Or? No, no, no. We're leaving um, we're
1: Butt Crack of Dawn tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. All right. down. right. We'll be back Saturday night. We're just doing, like, a one-night thing, like All a right. down Friday, come back Saturday type thing. Okay. So, yeah. Cool.
0: It's a fun place. Go check out Sixth Street. Uh, keep your kids out of the bars. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. What? The Capitol, man. You got to go see the Capitol.
1: Yeah, that's what people were telling us. The Capitol, and then maybe check out the bats.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a right before you get into the Austin City Limits. There's a there's like a, a cave you can go to. Right. It's, there's a snake farm because you know snakes. And then, that makes uh, sense. Uh, there's a cave you can go down to, and it's it's pretty deep, it's a pretty deep cave. Uh, Human is all. hell down there it's really like, okay it's like a constant 80 85 degrees but it's humid okay that's 85 degrees outside right now yeah, so. <laughs> yeah it, it is uh it's ridiculous so yeah that's awesome man i didn't yeah. know you were going there that's uh, pretty cool enjoy austin it's a lot of it's a lot of fun down there yep. um go to are you gonna have time to eat i'm sure you know um, it's it's me clearly, yeah.
1: clearly i'm not gonna miss any meals going um, Austin. something ridiculous i gotta
0: recommend two places to you all right hit me uh franklin's barbecue okay now if you're gonna go to franklin's you need to get in line about 6.30 in the morning. What? Yeah, for, dude, I'm telling you. Wow. <laughs> it is, the line starts forming, honestly, around 7 or 8 in the morning. Wow. And it is delicious. Okay. It is absolutely the most delicious barbecue I've had in the state of Texas. Okay. they, and it, There will be literally be a point where they'll come out, I don't know, probably usually early, like 9.30, 10 o'clock, 10.15. Like, all right, we have enough meat to, to serve this point. Wow. And if you're if you're beyond that point, you're out of luck. Wow. It's good. That I probably won't get to do with the with, <laughs> with the rug rats, but yeah. I don't think they'll stay in the line though. That that's much. that's that's probably true. Uh, there there was a big controversy earlier this year when uh, President Obama was touring Texas ah. and he he stopped in Austin and they put him to the front of the line at oh, Franklin. Of course they did. Of course they did. As
1: I would probably do the
0: same. <laughs> yeah. So uh, th- that caused a little bit of a little bit of a problem. The other place also Frank's, okay. Frank's is a gourmet hot dog place. Nice. It is wonderful. Okay. Uh, I know that you're not a drinker. Nope. I'm not a drinker. But they had a bacon, um, bloody mary that okay. I absolutely had to try. <laughs> <laughs> so it had bacon. In yeah. There. It was it was delicious, man. But but it's gourmet hot dog. So they got they got everything. They're like,
4: right.
0: th- think of the best hot dog you could possibly think of. I'm thinking of it. Tell them you don't want a bun on it. Okay. And then get that. Get that. All right. <laughs> It's really good, man. Sounds good, man. Uh, they have different meats that they make hot dogs from. So, like, they have rattlesnake and rabbit and, and ostrich. And uh, all right, you're losing me now. No, no, no. no. Right. I'm telling you, it's delicious. <laughs> it's <laughs> That's delicious. awesome. Uh, it's called Frank's. It's uh, not far, actually, from the capital. So okay. go check out one of those places while you're there. Will I, do. I promise you won't be disappointed. Uh, New Year's Eve, for me, I'm staying home. I'm not doing the darn thing. I don't, like, I don't like crazy people. I don't like people in general right. uh, who are... Crazy around me, right? So right, right. It makes uh, sense. I'm staying home. I'm gonna watch football. I'm not doing anything else. That's, there you go. That's it. That works. Um, may, maybe I might. I've been craving chicken piccata, so I might make some chicken piccata. There you go. There you go. That's it. So that's it for 2016. Fat packs are. Uh, I'm gonna call it. Call it a day here. Uh, uh, at 7:50 in the morning. 7:50 <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. And now uh, you've talked about food, man. Yeah, so Now, yeah, now I'm you're done until 11. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's it. You guys have a happy and safe New Year. Uh, just enjoy it. Enjoy your family's uh, many prosperous blessings in 2017 for everyone. Uh, and make sure you're, you're coming back every week in 2017. we got a lot of stuff for you. Uh, We're going to get bigger and better. Bigger man. and better. Next week on the show. Yes. We already got it booked. Nice. It's uh, my man Scotty from Christmas Story. Ah. We got him the, booked up.
1: The tongue dude.
0: Yeah. So if you're a fan of the Christmas Story and you remember the iconic scene of uh, the young man sticking his tongue to the pole in Outside of the school Well, he's all grown up He's all grown up And he owns a baseball card shop Sweet And an autograph p- pavilion like, And he, everybody said he was going to turn out bad Yeah <laughs> And he's joining He's joining the show next week uh, I hope you guys tune in for that It's going to be great I, w- I wanted to get him around Christmas I'm just, I'm about, Start doing something with a bang, man yeah, Start off with a bang It's good stuff So that's happening next week Alright, until... Uh, Till next week yes. Thanks for joining us And just keep Listening To the Minio
3: Say I won't rock food, boo sucker Say I won't Say I won. I don't do What you do sucker No I don't No
2: I don't Walka West side Like I'm Tupacca West side Like I'm too
3: Star Like I'm Chewbacca Ow